Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Chickens are weird! Town, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> Good to see you. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Even though we're, you know, it's all about the food. That's about it. Facts. You know, we show up to eat. Right. So yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Glad to have you here, dog. You know, it's been what a whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you since um, simple. What was it? New Year's? Yeah, it's been, it was it was New Year's when I last saw you, and then speak up a little bit. It was New Year's when I last saw you, and then um, I was last out here for Thanksgiving, like the same time. I think I might have flew in like maybe on Tuesday versus th- like I did this time on Friday before. But I figured, you know, why come? Why not? You know, why come to the West Coast and only spend like four days, three days? Like make a trip out of it, so you know I don't come out here too often. So I figured, why not come through? No, it's funny, and we were talking in the car earlier. You mentioned um, how you kind of view the Pacific Northwest differently on the West Coast. Yeah, elaborate. Right. I mean, it's weird because like when I go to like cities like L.A. or Vegas or even Arizona, rather. it just feels more like a d- desert feel versus like here. It doesn't really feel like that same West Coast type of vibe that I would necessarily like feel further south on the West Coast. Like there's more green, more scenery, like everything. That, my, my, my natural comparison would be if you ever seen Homeward Bound, like just the wilderness and scenic scenes within that movie is what. I feel like majority of you're saying Portland you don't get that out like, back home is what you're saying. I definitely don't. I mean, wouldn't that be based off where you are in North Carolina though? Because when I mean, well, I kind of do feel what you're saying. No, I feel what you. I feel what you're saying. Though. No, I feel uh, what you're saying. But but I feel what you're saying though, Diff, because it's like I mean, like if you think about it, like the, the closest you'll get to, I guess anything that's like resembles Homeward Bound in North Carolina, that type of scenery or landscape would be in like Boone or like Asheville. But even then. The landscape is far different. It's just a different vibe, and it is a specific vibe that you can't get. Cause I remember when I was with Patrick, and he went. Um, we we drove from North Carolina all the way to uh, St. Louis, and basically, actually, we went to Salt Lake City, but we crossed through St. Louis, and just that whole journey going through. I never been through. I've never seen any of that. You know, a lot of that rural area going into the uh, the mountains. It's a different type of vibe. It just—it's definitely a different look. I can't explain it, but you know, once you like pass through it and you see it, and it's like, oh man, this is beautiful. Um, but yeah, like it, it was pretty cool though. I do kind of feel like it is slightly, but at the same time, 
you know, North Carolina definitely has a lot of those vibes too. It's just, I feel like the mountains is what kind of makes it different because the mountains is different uh, compared to like, like Colorado mountains, obviously Red Rock. So I guess that's a very huge distinction. But that's what I want to get to, right? Because like, Every time I look out in the distance when I'm on the West Coast, I just see nothing but mountain ranges. And that thing, that's yeah. just so beautiful to me. Like On a just, regular, you, yeah, you can look just, out and there's a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Like, nah, I, just yeah, remember, yeah. I remember distinctly when I've been in, in, you know, Las Vegas, Arizona, San Jose, um, you know, the, you know, Northern California. And even here, like riding down the highway, um, I just look off into the distance and it's just, just a snow covered mountain. Yeah, I mean, you can see, because you can see both Mount Hood and Mount, I think, St. Helens from Portland on a clear sunny day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a nice just, view. It's just, at, yeah. at, at my old apartment, you used to be able to see both mountains from the back balcony if, you were, if, it was, if it was clear enough. Overall, to me, the West Coast is very, very much so a scenic Definitely. place. Yeah, Definitely. I feel like I mentioned this to, in the past, not on this podcast at all, but like, I mean, I drove out here from North Carolina to, to Oregon. So to me, when um the game, I play video games a lot. So when Red Dead Redemption came out, and like you have to like Red Dead Redemption Two anyway came out, and you have to like go essentially across the country. It just felt very similar to what I had kind of done and experienced. It's essentially like kind of playing the Oregon Trail, but with like a bunch of bandits and stuff and like side missions. But it I don't know. It was kind of similar to that in terms of like the scenery. Kind of to add on to what you're saying too. Um, being in, and also to kind of like reiterate on what I was saying, in Salt Lake City, um, well, not even Salt Lake City, just Utah in general. If you know Utah, it's like kind of similar to Portland, how like there's mountain and then there's desert. It's kind of sort of like that with Utah. Shout out to our unofficial sponsor, <laughs> Modelo. <Crickety> crap. <laughs> it's kind of sort of like that with Utah in the sense of like the terrain. And when you see certain parts, Honestly, me being out there, man, I never seen any landscape that gave me a prehistoric vibe. Like, it was like, yo, this looks like it was just left. Like, you felt like dinosaurs was still there. Like, you could see it just everything had this vibe to it that you don't get back on the East Coast. Like, the landscape and the way it looked, it was just like it had a vibe to it, man. I can't explain it. The way the mountains and everything was shaped, it was just like, yo, this is crazy. And... Yeah, like the, the the scenery is definitely it's, it's a vibe, but I feel like people out here might say the same thing about the landscape in North Carolina because you know they're used to this. So we probably got something different that you know. I'd say that like so. On my way to when I used to work like out in Lake Norman, like during the fall or like the fall time like season, mm-hmm. like when the leaves are changing and you're just driving kind of over the lake. Mm-hmm. It very much so kind of reminds me, or just driving through like David's, the Davidson area reminds me very much so of like <clears throat> the Northeast, like Northeastern, like part of the United States. Yeah, like those New England states. That's fair. Just, just the way it's kind of like set up. I mean, I feel like it probably feels like that just because I mean, like that part of the country is one of the older parts of the country. So a lot of the infrastructure feels and looks very similar. In terms yeah. of how the cities are set up, because they've all been here since most of those cities on the East Coast have been around since the colonial times. True. The ones out here on the West Coast haven't been around. I've only been around since like the 1800s, if that, like mid 1800s. Which so explains they're all relatively new. Which explains, uh, well, I feel like explains why at least some of the um landscape 
it's kind of like untouched. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And kind of just like I said, some places they have like trails and stuff that you can walk on. But like if you look up images of certain parts of, like I said, Utah and other parts of the West Coast, it definitely has like a vibe as far as the desert goes. Um, and of course, we don't got desert on the East Coast. So we got pretty much just a beach and mountain. Enough for all that, though, because I feel like we just getting on a tangent, to be real with you. Uh, True. What we really should be talking about... Hey, what's the first topic? It's last night, because... Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 So last night... Yeah, that, <laughs> last night was, was, it was pretty fun, man. Last night was hilarious. So I was DJing... Shout out to the homie Wells. I was DJing at um, this spot out here in Portland called City Bridge and Tunnel. And um, there was a group of people from Vancouver, Canada... I was hoping they were going to say Vancouver, Washington, because that's like maybe like 20 minutes away. But they were in Vancouver, B.C., which is more like five hours away. But anyway, they were out here for performance. They ended up pulling up to the venue I was DJing at. And it was just hilarious watching them dance. Because like at first, and even Steve, was saying, was, even Steve was saying the same thing. He was like, he thought they were just messing with us at first. Like they were getting up. As a matter of fact, I'll let you, I'll let you, let you, let you, let you tell that part. Yeah, so we're all like throughout the night, we're kind of just like, you know, yo, jugging, jugging around. I got the footage. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Is there audio with this shit? Nah. Damn. No audio with it, but nah, hey, you, don't, yeah. you don't even need you don't the audio. Need, nah, you don't. You don't. You don't. It was pretty crazy though. Let I'm, me know when you're ready. All right. So before I before I start, you know, for me, I'm always with uh, Aaron as far as like the DJ shit goes. So I call him my co-pilot. I was just about to say. I'm like the pilot, the co-pilot, you know what I mean? So I'm seeing a lot of different perspectives, um, not just from my perspective, but the floor and the audience, but also sometimes from where he's at as well. So it's cool to see engage uh, the movement and the vibes and actually see like where people are gravitating to. And it's funny because like, the sound is up. And it's, even, I mean? it's even funnier because like, he's always here with me in the crib when I'm mixing stuff. So it's like he hears everything firsthand so it's just kind of funny for both of us to see how people react to stuff that we think is dope publicly right and then i've just always enjoyed all the music so we're just in there vibing having a good time right and then this happens (laughs) right like i mean this is just the start and like they had gotten up a couple times and like kind of you could see they were kind of enjoying themselves at the table kind of you know bopping their heads to, to different songs and then eventually they kind of just got up and started dancing freely. And look at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was a part of the vibe, man. <laughs> hey, it was fun. I'm joking. At one point, they all got in a circle and started like passing around a lantern to start dancing. Oh, he, it's, it's on there. It's on here? It's on there. Oh, my God. Yeah, nah, this is hilarious. Hilarious. 100%. Y'all can come back whenever I'm DJing. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was a, to be honest, it was like dancing with your friends and family at Yeah, this is the part I was talking about in the circle. I was like, I feel like I was DJing for a spiritual awakening at one point. <laughs> I was like, yo, what is going on here? Oh, especially with her the way she's moving right now. No, one old girl was freestyling, man. She was just doing whatever the vibe was, yo. I'm talking about this one right here in the in the short sleeve shirt. Oh, with leather pants on? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this shit. <laughs> yeah. The way they all turned out. Yo, hold on. I got to remind that back. That shit was funny as hell. The way they just. Yeah. 
Yo, that shit. But we are not clowning these individuals by any means. No, 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 no. It was, it was They was really good. It was dope. Yes, we had a we had a blast with them. Because after a while, we because like I said, at some at a certain point, I thought they were just messing around with us, and then I started realizing they were doing some like legit very moves. intricate, legit moves, and I was like, hold up, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and it was the guy in the white shirt. The guy in the white with shirt the, in the he's middle. Holding the right now. The guy in the black shirt. Um, two of the two of the girls. Some, some serious pop like locking moves. Yeah, it was it was it was wild to see, but dope to see at the same time. I, I got I, I got more it. footage too. I got more footage. We might have to like do some cutting or whatever, but um, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you in the center stick? Nah, it's, nah. <laughs> I got in the center a couple of times though. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, you grabbed the lantern. <laughs> I had to hit the jewel, bro. Pass the torch. Had yeah, to show, so had to show what I could do. Basically, man. make a long story short. I know I could um, it's just great to bring people together through sound, and you know, you can say what you want, but I feel like there's a skill to this shit, and not to try to gas anybody up, but this dude over here really know what he's doing on the ones and twos, man. So people need to not sleep on that. You know what I mean? Come out and catch a vibe if you're out in Portland. We definitely gonna be doing a lot more. Facts. I've been trying to get some of the homies to, you know, show some love, but I need y'all to pull up more often. For real, for real. For real. For real. Also, um, yeah, you can see it. Also, as far as the playback, um, we actually got this dude recording the whole, uh, the whole entire, well, actually half of it. I recorded. No, I wouldn't say half of it because like it was a good amount. It was, a, it, like, was a, it was, a, it was, a, it was. A, the point is, you recording these mixes now. Yes. So I'm letting y'all know, letting the world know that anytime he goes out to do an event, we will be recording these mixes for you guys to hear. Because I don't, I personally don't want to miss out on the vibe. So I know y'all don't want to miss out on the vibe. I was, I was jamming last night. Bro. I'm glad I could do that for y'all. Yeah. I'm glad right. y'all could experience that with me. I could share that gift with you guys. You already know. Yeah, man. But, uh, oh, and to add on top of that, I enjoy the tacos, but what's the name of the spot? What's the name of the spot? Homie, okay, so matter of fact, the homie just has been ranting and raving about this pink Fucking taco truck. What's the name of Since it? Since I've lived I'm gonna call the name out. What's the name of I don't, it? I don't. It doesn't have a name, bro. That's the thing. Like it's just the pink taco truck, like in like the Chinatown area. So basically, we go out there after I finish DJing to get some food, just go back to the crib, and you know wind down for the evening. And we ended up waiting. How how long did we have to wait for those tacos, bro? It was like an hour. We really waited for an hour. It was a good forty minutes, probably. It was a decent amount of time. On, on some on some on some stupid ass tacos, and I ain't gonna hold you. They weren't that great. They're not, bro. I don't Honestly, have keep way better, you. man. The like, taco truck across the parking lot is actually better than the pink taco truck. But the pink taco later? truck is usually just open later, oh, so cool. people just happen to go there. I just don't understand like, why it took that lady so long. It was that was that just and it was crazy. We sitting out there like whatever, like well, yeah, because we were you know talking to the girls. No, no, you, no, you was, was you was talking, talking to the girls. girls. You know what I'm saying? All right. I and biting off their burrito. I hate to call, put you on blast, but <laughs> <laughs> come on now. I wasn't even going to say not, anything. Not, but... I should have known, known who, who I'm sitting with. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, really, though, like, what are we doing? <laughs> Damn, bro. Hey, look. All right, look. 
We can bleep it out if you want. <laughs> Either way it goes. Oh, how, however do you want it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, put it out there, bro. <laughs> nah, but real shit, though. Like, shouts out to the pink taco truck for holding it down late night. But you fucking up. Facts. So. I'm displeased. It was still a good night. It was still a good night. Until we woke up and we found out some bad news. Facts. Um, so I guess we're going to get into the next topic. Uh, the Green Ranger has passed away, y'all. And for those that don't know the Green Ranger, that is one of the Rangers from the Power Rangers. The Rangers. So, yeah. Um, like the original Power Rangers. How do y'all feel about this? Like, I'm I don't. I'm gonna go last. But how do y'all feel about this individually? And which ranger, you know, was you connected with? Not to up? compare this to my the situation where like my dog died because I don't want to sound insensitive, but like this is just another moment for me where like it's like one of those like, dang, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm an adult now. Yeah. Like it's one of those like moments where it's like kind of hits you like, dang, like it's like one of those. It's sad to hear. Because you never want to wish ill on anyone, or you never, you're never happy when somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm sorry, and my, my condolences go out to his family. But let me elaborate more. Like, okay. I, mean, I feel like, because like we had our dog Ginger from the time I was in sixth grade until like I was like 25. So like, for me, when she passed away, it was kind of like, dang, like I'm officially an adult now. And, like, when this situation happened, I got the news for this. It was like, dang, like, something that was attached to my childhood is now no longer here. It just kind of reminds you that, like, yeah, facts. You're no longer a child. A kid anymore. Like, stuff might still remind you of your kid, like, even childhood and stuff like that. But, like, it's like, even times I get pictures of my dog on my phone, I'm like, dang, like, it takes me back to, like, I don't know, depending on the year of the picture, I'm like, dang, like, I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing at that time frame. Same thing when I watched like certain movies as a kid or like TV shows from when I was a kid. Like, like if I we would watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie right now, I would I pretty much I would pretty much remember almost every setting I watched that movie in as a kid, whether it be at our house, Damn. our cousins' houses, it's facts. like our grandparents' well, I mean, house. Not to cut you off, but uh, I mean, yeah, I feel you. That's, on that. so that, that's, not, that's what I meant when I said it. it kind of reminds me of like a similar situation of like when. It's more. It's like a nostalgic. It's like a trans. It's like a transitional period almost within. Is it like a nostalgic feeling too, or is it like? Yeah, kind of, sorta. Because I'm not attached to these people either, but I do know it's like, you know, I'd be alive if I said Power Rangers didn't hold me down. Like I, I, I agree, but because I was the I was the Red Ranger for Halloween one year, like documented pictures, and. I remember when when Tommy the the Green Ranger came out, like I was like, oh damn! This is- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be the Green Ranger now. He looked like he in charge, like he's running the show. And then he turned to the White Ranger, and bro, he had the little sword and everything like that. I was like, yo, Tommy's lit. Tommy's lit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man. What's crazy is. That was damn near my first head bump was Power Rangers. Me trying to do backflip off the couch. <laughs> yeah, and I know we all done tipped that at one. Like that that was the first time I ever like was like really fell up on my head and was like, damn, like this shit really ain't how it is. 
<laughs> but I felt I, I felt I was feeling good. I was confident in that shit. One thing I'll say about the Power Rangers is like it's one of those shows that I grew up with like after school. Like when I came home and was like doing homework and like in the kitchen after after I got home from school. This is one of the shows that I would always go to to watch. Like it would always be right there, ready, waiting on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I used to just love the fact they used to always do unnecessary flips just to get everywhere. Fact. Like that was that was <laughs> yeah, the most fire thing. To pull, me. Up some, pull up some footage real quick. <laughs> that was the most fire thing to me. Unfortunately, um, they said that he passed away from suicide, which is even more just like fuck. Like why? You know what I mean? It'd be one thing if it was natural causes, you know what I'm saying? But to go out in a way that, you know, you're not supposed to go out, that's the shit that'd be, like, fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I honestly didn't really have a favorite Power Ranger. I know that sounds weird, but I just like this shit. I can't see, say I did. See, this is before his time, because it's the Red Ranger. Like, he's the only one that they show, like... I mean, these are just classic clips. We just, you know, I feel you. Rolls to be off the backgrounds. We talk about these these Power Rangers. Nah, but yeah, man, this shit was just a vibe back then. And then they had all them knockoff spinoffs uh, that tried to follow up behind them. You know what I'm saying? I don't even really remember none of them, but I kind of just remember the shows, but not the name. Um, but rest in peace to do, man. That's just. It's crazy. Technology done came a long way, too, man. Oh, yeah. Like, just looking at the... Those suits also don't look as skin tight as they used to. That is very true. Your perception is... So they don't? No. Your perception as a kid is always so interesting. costumes do not look all that great now that I'm a little older. Yeah, they were so much younger. This shit looked like straight plastic toys. Right. But I mean, it was cool when we were kids, though, so nah, I, I ain't even gonna knock it now. No, no, but... I ain't knocking it. It's just crazy just, just to see, like, you know what I'm saying? What we considered, you know, this was what we watched, and this was, you know, this was this was it. And what the kids watch nowadays, bro, like, completely different. But to be real with you, what's crazy, even though this shit look hella fake, I appreciate it. Some of this shit just looks better when it was this way. Because when you start doing CGI shit, you know it's CGI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you look at some of the old school movies from, like, even, like, Star Wars, for example. Like, there we go. That's Tommy. Or I'll give you a better example because some of that shit didn't age well. Alien. If you know the Alien movie, they used a lot of, like, sculptures and shit. And, like, a lot of shit was not real. Well, also, too, like, if you think about it, it's, easy to, it's also easy to distinct, like, what's real and what's not. So you know that this is not real in yeah. real life, right? Like, you know that this is a fictional tv show versus like now like some of the the graphics and things they use like it's hard to distinct like oh this like this looks so real no like 4k is a real thing (laughs) i don't like that 4k shit either man it takes away from like the vibe of shit like that shit do not like if you watch a movie in 4k it takes away the cinematic vibe and look of the whole movie if you know what i'm saying you ever peep that sometimes just like why yeah sometimes it feels like you're like that shit's weird, in the man. environment, but yeah, I don't know. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, I appreciate growing up on this type of shit and just seeing where things were. Yo, matter of fact, did y'all ever watch the new Power Rangers movie? Because I, I never watched it. They had a, when did the new one come out? One, was, like, the, was, like the one that was like a few. Oh, few, the one that was like, I did watch that. Was it good? It was okay. I kind of wish I watched it, man. I didn't see it. Because it's got the dude, the dude that plays Billy is, uh, the, he's also in Stranger Things. 
I don't know the characters, but like other than the new, I don't really. I just know that um. But that that comes back to like what he was saying. Like I was, I just loved the Power Rangers growing up. So like naturally, like I want to see a good film that's kind of tied to something that I liked as a as I was growing up right. as a child. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is why it's like every time Toy Story, a movie like Toy Story comes out, it's just like, always people that's like our age going to go see that movie. Heck yeah. Yo, that is a good point. Toy Story is actually one of them ones that like, they did a really great job keeping everybody intact, but still also bringing new generations because a lot of motherfuckers that was watching that movie like us, they got kids now. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And now that they bring their kids to watch, you know, the first one, and then you bring them to that journey all the way to you know, the current one, and it's new to you as it is to them because they caught up on, you know, the classics. So um, that is dope. That's fire. I fuck with that shit. Because, you know, a lot of things that we like as a kid don't normally age well, and it normally, like, gets played out or, like, they beat it over the head or, you know, they try to do too many sequels. Toy Story is, like, one of the only few. Give me another one that actually really, you know, it's good and consistent. That and never failed. Like specifically from Pixar? Just in general. That held us down since we was kids all the way till grown adults. There's no other one that I can think of. I really can't think of one. I mean, you got Star Wars. That's not I really... Feel, yeah. Because mm. like that one, they had, they had done the episodes. They started yeah, doing the episodes. Star Wars didn't really start with our generation of... That is also but true. it was a transitional one though. Like right. our parents still didn't. That start. is very true. That but is very still, true. But that is very true. Yeah, but it still didn't. It, it would was, be for their generation though. It's yeah, it was not just, ours. It still was more it's, so for it's, their generation. It's like it's it's like, well, actually no, that's not true. No, no, that's no, not true. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, go ahead, out. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because if you think about it, the very very first Star Wars is technically the third chapter, so. Starts at chapter three, then goes to chapter four, then goes to chapter six. Then, if you were immersed and engaged in all of that stuff, once they started dropping the new one, what was it, ninety nine? Yeah, that was that was still kind of really for you. It just takes you to the beginning of the story, but it's also for the next generation of fans just to kind of start them off at the beginning, so they can start with this series. And then once they finish it, they can go back and watch the old ones, and everything will make sense. I mean, isn't that the same? Um, yeah. It just makes it so everything comes full circle for both generations of fans. I feel that, actually. I feel that. I mean, because I, I... But in order for them to even tell that story, they have to first have their original segment of Star Wars fans. I do feel like it's still kind of sort of is almost a 50-50 because, like you said, it's bringing in a new generation. And if, if, you, if they like, are invested in it, they're going to go back and watch all of the originals. But even if they're not invested in it, they already have their core core fan base of Star Wars. Yeah, they have their core core group of Star Wars fans. Oh, I got another one. And, they, and then after and then after they after they kind of like I guess finish the story for them. That's when they bring in what. That's when they start bringing in what the, the Clone Wars like spinoff series and stuff, animated series. I got another one for you that's outside of Toy Story. What? Harry Potter. Mm, that's a good one. Okay. We, we okay. Look. 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 You right. But ain't Toy Story the only one that had like a 20 year run so far? Because Toy Story is 20 years, ain't it? Am I tripping? Yeah, but at the same time, it's animated. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about, we're not talking, we're just saying in general, as far as what held us down and a long, like that's a long time to be consistent 
and not to mention it's a movie, so they're putting them out every few Bro, years. It was books. It was it started off with books. Oh, Toy Story? No, no Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I was right. in grade school. Like yeah, I remember, you, I was yeah, in fourth right, grade <clears throat> when the books came out. Like, you was right, though. It might have been third grade. Yeah, like, but I was in elementary school. But what's even crazy is though that was supposed to be for adults. Did you know that? Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, sense. it was supposed to really? be for adults. It was it was targeted towards adults. It was anyway, never Harry, Harry Potter was Harry Potter was dope also because one we got to grow up reading the books in real time, but we also got to grow up in real time with the wow. actors on screen. Yeah, that was cool. That is very true. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was one of those kids that tried to read Harry Potter, and my brain didn't stay like I couldn't keep up with it. Like, I'm one of those, like, I like to read, but I'm real picky with what I read. And it was one of those where it was like, you got to really, like, like what's going on. And I'm a visual person. I would much rather, I enjoy the movies so much more than the books. See, our I'm mom like, was like, on some, you can't go see, I'm not taking you to see this movie until you finish the book. Are until you serious, yo? Yeah. Oh, that's whack. So, y'all, y'all read them all. Because them motherfuckers stick. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I know that 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 one, the Phoenix, the Order of not Order of Phoenix, yeah, but Prison yeah. of Azkaban. That one, ain't that the one? The that's Goblet really of thick? Fire was the that was the first. Oh, no, no, that's the no, one. no, 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 Goblet no. The, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Is fuck. No, Prisoner of Azkaban was the first thick one. It was like the this. Yeah, the Goblet, Goblet of Fire was like was this. Like this. <laughs> that shit. Crazy. And, then, and then Order of the Phoenix was like this. this. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, and y'all both read all of them. Yeah. That's dope. Because like, now I think about it, our aunt used to buy them for us too. Our aunt used to buy the books for us. I got like so he would read it. He would read it. Fir- he would bro. read it first, and then I would read it after him, and then we would go see the movie whenever the movie came out. And like the thing is, I I've read like uh, the majority of Social Stone, and I've I've even re- like because my my pro- the problem with me is that my attention span was so short back then. I used so, to also like the fact that like the presentation of the book. One, it was like hard that with I mean with the hard covers anyway. The hard cover was dope because like when you got the hard cover, you take the cover off and it like it had like some quilted like leather type of like pattern on it almost. And then if you looked at the pages on the like on the pa- at the pages, they were kind of almost fr- nat- like naturally cut. So they weren't even. It was dope. I mean shit. Like I said, I tried to pick the motherfuckers up. Shouts out to the film, though, because they, they held <laughs> down. And honestly... Did you play the video game? I did. I Which one, though? I think they might have had more I than one. Play the video I game. never beat the video game. I man. had that shit, too. I never beat it either, man. It's so crazy. Like Now that I'm older, I still have all, my old con- all our old consoles and stuff. It's just like, I want to kind of go back to games that I know were, prob- were a problem for me as a kid and see if I can like Yo, you Get know past what? The points I was stuck at now as an adult. You know what game I genuinely really miss, and I really truly just want to get a system just to play this game. What? Rayman, bro. Like <laughs> I love Rayman. That was on uh, sixty four, right? PlayStation. PlayStation. It's just so fun. It's one of those just like I don't know. It was just Rayman's the shit, man. If you know, you know. That was one of my favorite games. Uh, I used to like the adventure games on like Sega and whatnot, like Sonic. Like the platform What do you know about that Sonic uh, spinball? Mm. Mm, I got that shit. That shit fire. Mm. Classic. Yeah, you got me. <clears throat> that Sonic spinball, bro. That one's not ringing a bell for me. Bro, it's like you literally, it's like pinball with Sonic. I can't even, bro, can you pull it? Well, on YouTube, pull it up real quick. Sonic spinball. Matter of fact, since we got the YouTube, pull that shit up. Um, Sonic Spinball basically is like pinball with Sonic, except it doesn't look like a traditional pinball machine. It's all on screen, 
And yeah, I don't really know how to explain it, but we're going to show you, motherfuckers. Which one do you want me to go to? Um, it don't really matter. Just type in gameplay and just, you know, look it up, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I still got this shit, and it still works. It's on Sega. Sega, Sega Genesis. <laughs> yep, Sega Genesis. What's Game Gear gameplay? Game Gear is the the, the uh, portable man. Yep, Patrick used to have one of them shit. Oh, the big like the game. Yeah, thick old like. Yep. Damn, yeah, you remember that? Um, they were did, didn't Sean have one of those joints? I think so. They were ahead of the time, man. Yeah, I remember our cousins had that had that joint. Yo, if you really think about it, those Sega really was ahead of its time. All right, here we go. This is it. This is it. Uh, this one right here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, that's it. Cause I don't. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. All right. Yeah. Um, find out. Yeah, that's it. Let me see if there's a pop up. It's not. We got volume. Do we have volume? Um. Yeah. There's. You got to turn up channel seven and eight. I don't think that's going to be loud. Don't turn it up that loud, but we'll turn it up, you know. Wow, this is iconic. <laughs> this Nostalgic. This is so fire. Wow. Dang, even the sound. 1993. It's crazy because the Sega Genesis is down, down there. And the, Sega Genesis, the Sega Genesis still works. <laughs> we had Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and then the, the Knuckles version. My Sega is actually out here, I think. Yeah, this is the first level. Yeah, this shit was dope, bruh. Oh, it does look like oh, a pinball. this is like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I see. Man, this is crazy. I ain't gonna lie. These type of, just watching this really just, man. Yeah, nah, we didn't have this. We had the regular Sonic. No. Well, I had regular Sonic too, but I, this was just, I don't know. This shit stuck to me, man. Remember our babysitter, Taisa? Yeah. Bro, she used to, she almost beat Sonic. She Two, did. Almost. Yo, how long was she playing that shit? Bro, she almost did that shit in one try. <laughs> I was like, like, yo, but like how, what? <laughs> but like, how long was she playing it? I used to, I mean, after I finished my homework and stuff like that, we would just be up there playing either the PlayStation 1 or Because how long does it take Genesis. to beat, how long does it take to beat the game? I've never beat any of my, it's like, uh, a pretty, games. It's not that long of a game, to be honest with you. It's just, there's no way to save the game. So it's right. like, if you die, you die. Like, right. there's no checkpoints. Right. Like. So you pretty much going until you lose your ring. <laughs> so the last level is like a like a big airship essentially you're floating on, and it's it's really really hard to beat. I've gotten to it by myself a couple times, but you'd be sitting there for hours playing the game. Got him. But yeah, man, this is just one of those that, like I said, you know, brought back that nostalgia for me. I don't want to get off subject, but. Um, yeah, man. As far as y'all go, uh, Sega games, or at least Sonic, what's your favorite Sonic? <clears throat> Probably two, but at the same time, the Knuckles, I, right? again, I don't know. I'd say something. Yeah. Maybe, the Knuckles Knuckles, maybe, the, maybe the Knuckles extension, because you could put the Sonic 2 on top oh, yeah. of it. 
and play with Knuckles in Sonic 2. Yeah. So man. I don't know. Maybe that one. What's you? You said favorite Sega game, though? Uh, favorite Sega game, bro, for me, would probably be... This one was one of them, for sure. Pitfall. I don't know Pitfall. Ooh. Street Fighter, Street Fighter look, was like... Can you pull up Pitfall, bro? Yeah, turn the volume. Uh, actually, just let me... Actually, I think it might be Street Fighter Hold for me. I don't know. All these type of games is crazy, the vibe I get just thinking about it. And I used to just love playing this... Uh, it was like a this Pitfall baseball Genesis. game. Cause I used to whoop Aaron's ass in this. What game. what game? What game? It was the Major League Baseball game on this on the Sega, and then that's the only game you ever beat me in, bro. For real, for real. I like, know. Once up, I started losing, like, I was like, like that and like Sonic. Like and once, once I started losing, once we started getting to once we started getting once we started getting to the more like computer based video games that were like yeah required you to use required you to use the compact disc. Or even the rap. Just the joystick. I wasn't really a fan of the joystick. Yo, it is crazy how like that shit progressed though, cause like I don't even now we're talking about video games, but I know we was about to pull this, this shit it? up. Yeah, that's it. But do y'all remember What is this? Yo, that's just bro. Actually just before I even get to that, let's pull this shit up. <laughs> he said, What is it? This shit is classic, bro. And to be real with you, it's, it's one of those games. Ads, bro. Hold, on when you, Hold on a second. But for me, this is one of those games where I low-key never knew what I was really doing, but it was fun. Because I was a kid. Some games you don't really, you know, you're just playing. I feel like I remember this. This shit was fire, though. And that looks like Legends of the Hidden Temple, low-key. It do. Yeah, it does. What was his name? I don't remember his the, name. Uh, the, uh, the, the temple statue? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh man. I'm blank. I used to watch that show all the time. Is that a boomerang? Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. These are video games as, we set to play. As this is coming up right now, like I feel like I'm about to play this game. Like I'm, I feel like the only thing I'm missing is the controller. Right. <laughs> it reminds me of Jurassic, but the Jurassic Park game a little bit the way the the, um, the menu is kind of sorta. Didn't we just watch this? Yeah, it's just replaying. I think. No. Oh no no, we didn't see this part because it's talking about the difficulty now. You gonna play on hard? Are he nice? So you're just in the jungle, running through the jungle, basically. Yeah, I gotta dodge shit. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what is that? That that head at the top, the snake head looking thing. You see it? Oh, that you talking about the uh, it's an alligator? The, the gator? Yeah. Come out. Yes. I ain't gonna lie, I can't remember, bro. It's been so long since I played this game. I can't remember. I ain't gonna lie to you. I remember falling through the ground from them little pitfalls, though. That's why it's called Pitfall? I believe so. But, uh, yeah. What's that up there? How do you get that? That's a heart. Uh, this game is crazy already. Like, I'm like, what the heck? How do you know where to go? Ooh, what y'all know about Kid Chameleon, though? Kid Chameleon? Oh my god. Y'all don't know none of the Sega games? I don't know Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon was like... Kid Chameleon was like, really like... I don't even know... Bruh. You gotta look up Kid Chameleon too, man. That shit... <laughs> nah, for real. Sega has so many games though, if you really think about it, yo. This, Sega made a lot of games. They did. Yeah, so cause I'm pretty sure there's games that I don't know about the chop late. What was the one with the, um, the green, like, character? Vector Man? Yeah. See, I, that's I the one like... I was never... I never got on Vector Man. But I know about it. This game is kind of cool, though. 
bro, this game. They remade it too. When? Uh, not too long ago. On what system? Uh, I can't remember, but I it looked. They you can pull it up on um YouTube. This is dope. It's a platform game. Yeah. But it's like for me, it's like how do you know where you can go and where you can't go? But technically, I feel like you're supposed to just keep moving forward or going that direction. But like I said, it's been so. Oh no! Little, okay, okay, okay. Little, uh, little um, heads like that tell you which direction to go in. It's been so long since I played, man. I, I just don't really remember. Much. I just, I, I vaguely remember this. What do you throw with that monkey? A rock? Why he got beef with the monkeys? I mean, they throwing shit. What is that? Mm -hmm. Oh, it broke. It's just crazy how, like, when you find something new in the game, you gotta force yourself to adapt how to use it quickly. Right? Yeah, back in these games, yeah, definitely. Because it's like, yeah, what is this thing? And then shit like this too, where it's like, if you don't get it right, you gotta go all the way back. Yep. And try Start it again, again until you fucking get it right, bruh. See that little arrow, that little yeah. thing statue points you in the right direction. I thought, like, how do you know which way to go? He's just throwing rocks at the monkeys. Oh. Uh, Yeah, so me and Patrick played Kid Chameleon. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't own that game. Patrick put me on. That was one of the illest games I've ever played on Sega. It was just unique. Like, you basically play as a kid that has multiple costumes. I don't remember the storyline, but the, the 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 characters were so dope, the different costumes. And then, like, they had cheat codes on that game. So you can, there was like these little things you could do to get to the, to end of the, to the end of the game, basically. You remember the game Paperboy? I do, but, but yes, that wasn't a Sega, that. though. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was. was. Yeah, well, that was originally not to Sega though. That was. They must have like the Paperboy is a Nintendo game, I believe. They right? had it on Sega. They only, might have put it on Sega. Only reason I remember is it's because it's an arcade game or something like that. That was one of the games that like we rented on a Friday night. It was either an art, a Nintendo game, or an arcade originally. I can't remember exactly. It might have been, might have been both. Might have made by Nintendo as an arcade game. I don't remember. Well, it might not have been Nintendo. I mean, I don't want to get the wrong information. Whoa. But yeah, y'all get the gist. This is pretty yeah. much Pitfall. Um, definitely one of those unique Sega games. Yeah, it's cool, though. Yeah, man. Um, But anyway, I know we've already been uh getting on these random tangents. We might as well go ahead and move on to the next subject, though. I mean, what's the first topic? Uh... Yeah, movie soundtracks, man. All right, bro. Um, yeah, this is something you've been talking about. Pretty this shit randomly came to me. Like, for some reason, it just hit me. And I don't know why, but I just started thinking about all the great movie soundtracks that exist, mainly in um, black films. You know what I'm saying? Because the majority of uh, the movies that I picked are pretty much all black films. But, like, some of these soundtracks, man, had some joints on there and really held us down. So, I wanted to actually go through and see what y'all think is, like, the best movie soundtrack. And when we got a lot of them, and I'm going to say the list just so we, I can refresh y'all. So, we're going to start with 
Um, the Bad Boys 2. We got Bad Boys 2. We got Life. Big Mama's House. We got Romeo Must Die. The Wash. Hardball. Belly. I Got the Hookup. Space Jam. Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. And we got Friday CD soundtrack. I only did Friday 1, but you can go ahead and add all of the, whichever one if it, you know. Now, if you don't remember these soundtracks that much, I'm going to play you. Or we going to play. He going to play. The motherfuckers. Well, you got the controls. But basically, Earn going to play the joints that, you know, y'all might not remember. But if you do remember, what are some of the um, soundtracks you think held it down? I mean, what, uh, what was the first one? We got Bad Boys 2. What song specifically? They had Shake Your Tail Feather and Jay-Z La La La. Mm, play the Jay-Z song. I know Shake Your Tail Feather. So basically, are we going off of how many songs was on this soundtrack? Or are we going off to just the joints that really, like, you know, was the ones? This one. Bro, I'm not talking about Shake Your Tail Feather. But yeah, Shake Your Tail Feather. You, that's, that's right. I didn't know what you was talking about. Okay, I do remember this. Of course you remember Me and this. my bad boys, too. These, this, These, yo, I'm not going to lie. Next movie is Life, but we're not even going to have to pull anything up because the only song on Life is Life by Casey and JoJo. Oh, it don't really life, hold enough weight. Life, I just had to add it because it is life, the soundtrack. Life, um, life. But it gets good when we go to... <laughs> it gets good when we go to Big Mama's house. Life, Big, life, life. <laughs> Big Mama's house. We got Lil John. Shout out to Charlotte. We got Lil John and Eastside Boys. Oh, Big Mama's house. Yes, bounce with me. We got a. I, 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 look, <laughs> that was that was like yo play that, that shit. Was, we that got Lil John and Eastside Boys. I like them. Hold on, wait. Which I feel like you need. I don't think you got that. Yet. I was I was crazy. I was listening to that soundtrack uh, the other like earlier this year actually back in like January when we were in out not Alabama not Alabama but Arizona. Um, wait, what song did you say about Lil John? Lil John and Eastside Boys. I like them. D E M. I like them. It's the I like them girls. With the, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that song. Uh, man. That's so, yeah, we got track. that. We got um. That's What I'm Looking For with Missy Yelly. All right. What was the next one? That one? That's, what I, <laughs> that's What I'm Looking For. Okay. I mean, to be real with you, it looks like so far Big Mama's House is already. Yeah, that's, that was a good soundtrack. That was a good soundtrack, bro. Yeah, nah, facts. And then, I mean, like, damn near that whole... Because you said you listened to that soundtrack, right? Yeah. Was it like a ride-through, pretty much? Mm, I won't say the whole thing, but it was... It was uh, it's that's, not not, was, not that's. But I guess it's still... All right. Yeah. So, we got that. Um, Obviously, Bounce With Me by Bow Wow. Y'all don't remember that song. I mean, you are in the same bat. If you don't remember Bounce that with song, because it was the basketball scene. Wow. It was the basketball scene. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Damn. With you know what movie scene. I just realized I might have to add on? What? Like Mike. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. Damn. I mean, what they got besides basketball? That's Wait, a what? little bow wow. It just don't know. Oh, that was on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your homers on there. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I did yeah, not know that. I had that shit on DVD, bro. Like, that was one of them ones for me, too. I got that shit on Christmas. For Christmas, I'll never forget that shit. Yeah, what is that video? Which one? With the mask. So, yeah, Big Mama's House. 
um, so far it seems like off our reaction and off gate they have the majority of the tracks that we was really fucking with. So next up we got um Romeo Must Die. No, this is like DMX. <laughs> well, we got Aaliyah, you know, yeah. Tim, you know. Yeah, DMX so and so let's let's also talk about this too because this is actually a real thing. Like a lot of these uh super producers get to a point to where they was getting movie checks. Timberland and Jermaine Dupree was pretty much the, like them near the main ones. Dre might have been too. Did he? Did he? Oh yeah, did he? But I'm talking about as far as like damn near doing whole soundtracks. Okay. Like J- Jermaine Dupri was getting whole deals with like whole soundtracks. That's why he had so many. He had Hardball. He had Big Mama's House. Um, and I don't know the other ones, but I know he had those two straight up. And then um, we got uh, Timberland did the uh fucking Romeo Must Die. I'm not all the shit from Romeo, uh, Romeo Must Die though. So I guess I don't even count. But I know that Jermaine Dupri actually like had to do whole soundtracks damn near based off a movie. So, because he actually talks about that shit. Um, In the Rory and Maul puppet podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, man, shit. So we're going to pull this track up. I know y'all remember this, this track. Um. Try Again, obviously. No, by Aaliyah? Yeah. We got Try Again. We got Come come Back in One Piece, which is, one of, which is my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that was a hard video, too, to Try Again video. Of course. I remember when that came out on, like, TRL. And Buffalo BT. Josh. But also... I don't think I've seen that. That's throwback, throwback. But Unleashed, though, was fire as fuck. But no, 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 no. Red Dragon. That fight scene when they and then mystical they played mystical and we can't even fuck with him right now but they played they played mystical during that fight scene that shake your ass and they was fighting that shit was hella hard bro I mean you you a fight scene while they playing shake your ass it's yeah, just like and we thought we, that shit was we hard thought mystical was off the hook for a little bit yo yo he <laughs> right downloaded all I downloaded his whole discography I kind of want to watch that fight scene I'm not gonna I lie can't to you. use not a single bit of it. For real, for nah, real. yeah, there's a lot of motherfuckers we really can't even. It's fucked up, bro. We really can't fuck with no more, and it's and we just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we just kind of like was like, all right, we good, we in the clear with him. Like, let's go ahead and throw him back in the Serato. And then now we got to take him back out. It's fucked yeah, up. He's still in the Serato, but <laughs> you ain't been playing him though. I haven't, but he's all of his shit is in the Serato. I feel you. <laughs> like I feel literally, you. his whole I, discography. I, 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 t- I took his shit out though. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, last but not least, come back in one piece off this soundtrack, Romeo Must Die. By Aaliyah? Yes. And DMX. Um basically How many more of these songs y'all wanna do? Well, like I said, we got, got a lot a of you got a list. Bro. It's a list. That's why I feel like we gotta break it down. Like I really feel like Big Mama's house is winning, but we ain't even got the Space Jam yet. You got Space Jam, you ain't and we got the clumps too. Oh, the Clumps 2. The Clumps 2? Is that with Janet Jackson? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Bro. And that had music, Just Friends with Music Soul Child. That had Doesn't Really Matter. That had Hey Poppy. That's what I'm saying, so... It's Club Chris! Correct! Ads, bro. So, that was Romeo Must Die. And, yo, if anybody in the comments, um, or comment, if there's anything that we missed, um, you know... We plan on making it through this entire list. Basically, <laughs> I'm, skip, my, I'm skipping. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. My question: Because how long do we want this episode to be? 
I mean, we ain't even been on that long, have we? I mean, we still have some topics to cover. This is the topic. What topic do you have? It's the last one? I mean, this basically is the whole topic. Okay. Well, I mean, all right. I mean, so, um, I do got, I got the hookup, but I don't know that soundtrack, and I just know that's a movie soundtrack. But, I mean, not to be that guy, but. Well, we don't know that one, so let's. Uh, Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Now we 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 know we can't speak of you know who you know who because of the heinous shit, but we still gotta acknowledge you know that one particular track because that one particular track is that one particular track. Not to mention, <laughs> um, <laughs> not to mention you had Monica on there, you had hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Low, yeah, Seal. Seal was on there. Yes. Yes, bro. Fly like an eagle. Oh damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to be real with you, I feel like Space Jam and Big Mama's house. I mean, you got a lot of though, and then and then uh, the the night professor just because uh, not Jackson, yet. Though. I know we ain't got to, but yeah, them them are probably the top three, bro. Number one, no, we ain't got to it yet. But I feel like still, I feel like Big Mama's house might be holding it down. What you think? Mm-hmm. Let me see the list. It might be kind of weird the way I broke it up because I got sent uh, songs in between it. No, that's all good. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the wash definitely. Hold up, wait. How we, bro? Bro, I told you I got a bro. That's why I'm like, and yeah. that's not even all the. That's not even bro. There's a lot of other movies I didn't even mention. That's just what like. There's a mm. lot of movies. We, we doing this shit all night, damn near. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. Hardball. Damn. What's so, this tough. What's. what's What's so funny? Nothing. What's so funny? <laughs> no, this is tough. This list is tough. To, like, pick like you said three. Off this list. I so. mean, so that's why I say, what did y'all want to base it off of? Did you want to base it off of like the songs that you that like really hit you growing up? That's like, yo, those are the hits. Are we going off the album that had the most? We didn't even get the fucking Hardball, bro. And Hardball has some joints on that one too. That's what I'm saying. We might have to come back to this topic. This might have to be a two-part, two-episode topic, because we got some other stuff we want to talk to y'all about. What did you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I'm just going based off the list down here as well. I but... mean, those is whatever, but yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, we got some other stuff we want to talk to y'all about, so we, we might have to break this up into <laughs> two episodes. Yeah, my bad. This, is, this was one of them ones, though. But, yeah. Long story short. So what was the next one on there again? You said what now? The next topic on that list was was Alex Strange. Nah, cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter, okay. And this is just because, man, for some odd reason, I've been thinking about TV shows, movies, and shit, and it's just like cousin Skeeter, man. I forgot about it. It's one of those ones again. Like if you remember, you remember it. If you don't, how did I remember? How did I forget? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. What's it though? I was actually he actually came up in conversation. Last week, I was talking to a coworker, but he just happened to bring up the show Cousin Skeeter. And, uh, and look, cause what's it, is good, it 702 man. that does the song? Hmm? Is it 702 that sings the <clears> intro? <throat> mm, or is it remember. Cleopatra? Man, See? this was when TV shows was good, bro. And really, and hold on. On top of that, though, a black this too. Proud family. family really did it. And made, it made us look good. Like, yeah. you know Smart what I'm saying? Smart guy. Well, I, I didn't watch Smart Guy like that. I did. 
I didn't even watch Proud Family like that, but I respected it because so, I understood. You the know what song saying? by Destiny's Child, No, 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 was performed on Smart, Smart Guy. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Because I feel like I remember hearing that. Am I tripping? Mm-hmm. Nope, no, not tripping. That makes sense. It was an yeah. episode when the, we didn't, we didn't, prom. Didn't, yeah, the prom. Yeah, the brother took, yeah. took one in the prom. I think he took Beyonce to prom. Yeah. They was like, yo, okay, we got to make this a song. No, that's funny, man. Cousin fucking Skeeter, dude. I just wanted to put it up so the world can remember that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to take a moment to remember the good shit. Yeah, that was a vibe. And you said what, Alec, Alan Strange? Alex Strange. Alex Strange? Yeah, Alex Strange. Or was it Alan Strange? It's like Alec. A- it's Alec. Right? I feel like it's Alan. It's Alec. You want to put some money on it? I bet you it's Alan. I put $5 on it. I ain't putting no money on it. Alan Strange, watch. All right, let's see. Should've put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you were the one. I wouldn't have. All right, all right, all right. Bro, I, I, I did my research to make sure we got the right <laughs> shit for the topic, so I'm, I'm going to make sure I got the name right. All right, all right. Ain't nothing popping up, though. We're about to find out. All right. Well, Alex Strange Nickelodeon. It's definitely an old-ass show, so you know, but... Who was in it? Nah, bro, a black kid. That's all I barely remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I have I have an image of this guy. Yep, there we him. go. Yep. Yes. You know who he looks like though? Which uh, who? The oh, corn, it was the Alan. Corn kid. He looked, it was Alan. I told you it was Alan. Man, my bad. I, I told you it was. I told you it was. Damn. I told you. He low key. He low key looks like the kid with the corn. The kid with the kid with the corn. No, I fucked up. The corn kid. He looks like the corn kid a little bit. Corn kid. Never seen the videos. Like, I'm trying to remember who you're talking I know about. what you're talking about. It's a meme. You're stupid. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at the core kid. Which one you want to watch? <laughs> uh, do you remember the Secret World of Alex Mack? Yes, because she turned into like the little liquid little, shit. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> the Capri Sun. I remember she that shit. Capri Sun. All right, let, let me. So like, what you? Cause he was like an alien, right? Yeah, he was like an alien. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what do you like? Which one of these videos I want to tap into though? And this was like on Snick. So like Snick was like the Saturday night like little like a more like teen like cartoon or TV show. Yeah, just play that one, bro. All right. Let me wait to see this ad's gonna pop up. Oh, there's not. Look at that. I remember this. <laughs> Yo, what's crazy is I never actually liked this show, but just as older, I don't know, I'm older, I'm like, oh, I remember this shit. I didn't watch this show though, I ain't gonna lie. I watched it. I just remember Burger King having the toys. You remember Burger King having the toys? I remember that scene specifically, them sticking their heads in the, uh, in the little, like. Dang, I was like, I'm the only person that's like, it's loud as heck. <laughs> it was loud. Yo, Burger King had the toys though. I remember that shit. Wow, this is such a throwback. What is this? I wonder what this. Uh, oh, that 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 text is kind of tough. I was fucking with Kablam too. That was that shit. I remember Kablam? Remember that too? That motherfucking Action League now. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know a show I used uh, to Prometheus like. and Bob. Yes. You guys remember the Jersey? Yes. On Disney, so. I don't like. I, so I wasn't a Disney, Disney kid. Disney. I didn't watch the fucking. <laughs> can't do that in 2022. <laughs> Yo, what the definitely fuck? not. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> definitely not. 
Oh, man. He got a Tommy. Tommy oh, He do got that on, though. Put that shit on. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> B, what was the dance again? Put that shit on. I don't even know the dance, but yeah. <laughs> Put that shit on. <laughs> but nah, so the jersey, right? Speaking of AB, so the jersey was basically a show where like this, this, this kid found his grandfather's like football jersey in the attic or something like that. What the heck? And it, what is going the on jersey, with stomach? The jersey had like powers, right? So every time he put the jersey on, he turned into some, some an actual athlete. And like he'd be playing. Oh, yeah, because they're athletes. Wait, 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 wait. Their parents don't know he's in the crib, do they? No. Nah. <laughs> I was like, yo, he definitely can't be doing that in 2022. Anybody know where my compass is? The great outdoors. Sounds fun. So like fun? the first no episode TV. of the jersey Plus, was like he turned into like Steve Young. He was playing <laughs> against the the forty no, he was playing against the um the Packers. Mm hmm They had they but they had so many um so many um like pro athletes featured in that. Yeah. Yeah, you had to because <laughs> <they laughs> he was into an athlete. Yeah, they had so I many, do so I do vaguely athletes. remember some of the T V shows that was before our time though, like the uh, late eighties, early nineties, like the Clarissa explains it all. That was like ninety two. Oh, yeah. So that's my. So her brother's name Ferguson is my like alias. So I like when people ask me like, "What's your name?" And I want to tell them be like, "Oh, it's Ferguson MacArthur." <laughs> yeah. So I do remember that, and I had to be maybe like three or four. I don't know how I remember that. Yeah. Because that was like, know. oh, the Jersey. Yes. Yeah. I never watched this shit, but like I said, I don't know Disney shit. Wait, he was in this show. Yeah, yeah. He was like the <laughs> yeah, best. Friend. I forgot about him being in this show. <clears throat> what else was he in though? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, he was in Fat Albert. What year was yes. this? Yes. <laughs> what, what year was it? Uh, like early two thousands, late nineties. Dude, my cousins was big in the Disney shit, watching the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and shit. The jersey put me in the game, and I was a superstar. Oh, so they be sharing the jersey. Yeah, they all have, you know, like, experiences with the jersey. So this is grandpa's jersey, right? It's magic. He, his grandpa was, like, a big sports fan. So, long story short, he puts his grandpa's, like, old jersey on from, like, high school, college, or whatever, or wherever it's from. And he, like, it, like, transports them into the body of, like, top-tier athletes. Athletes. And they just be blowing the, blowing the performance because they're, they're in... Like this episode, but they don't ever question like why you wearing that jersey. They they put it on at home. They put it on on accident, and that's how they figured out how it worked. No, I'm saying though, but they wearing that jersey every in every situation. Yes, yes. And then, but there's sometimes the jersey actually like has a mind of its own kind of, and like sometimes it'll just jump on them, and like that part. But I'm saying though, I know it's just a TV show. I gotta be that guy. So you mean to tell me they nobody be like, yo, why are you wearing a jersey that don't got nothing to do with the team? Mm -mm. I don't think so. I feel like the, I think the first time he wore it publicly, he might have got questioned for it. But then that's when he tried to take it off, and the jersey was like, nah, bro. Put me back on. The jersey was like, nah, bro. Yeah. That's his granddad talking to him. I think he wore it publicly. I, I can't confirm he wore it publicly, but I know he took it, he put it on, and he tried to take it off, and the jersey was like, not going for him taking it off. I think it's his granddad's like spirit tied to the jersey, though. That was a crack about how slow I am. Elliot? You're paranoid. 
But because this one, I think, starts off a track, I think he turns into like a track athlete. There's always okay. someone smarter. Like, I think someone it might be faster. Michael Johnson. And someone who's well, you want to fast forward to see what he turns into? Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, so let's see. Wait, this. so he turns into an athlete? Yes. Like, like, so he's not even the same person. No, the jersey. I, like I just told you. Baby. So he turns into. Just watch. Just watch this. Watch this shit. Just watch. Just watch. Let me try it alone then. Never know. Maybe it'll take me. Oh yeah, and sometimes they can take each other. They hold on to like they hold hands. Family only. Well, I'm practically one of the family. Come on, Jersey. One time for me. I told you. History has to be made. Why was there a Wait, basketball? Wait, so he a black man now? <laughs> Yo. Yo, that's what y'all telling me? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Yo, because that's what I'm getting, bruh. I'm just, please just let me know what's going on. Wait a minute. So, time out. Wait a minute. So, he, he thought he was a black person when he was running? That was no, like he turned. He's supposedly be supposed to be Michael Johnson right now. Look, so think of it this but way. But when he crossed no, the line, no, 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 he turned no, back no, into himself. No, 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 he didn't. Think of Watch it this man. way: we see him as him. Other people see him as Michael Johnson. I don't know, man. So we know it's him, right? But when other people that don't know he's transitioned inside Michael man. Johnson's body, they see him as Michael Johnson. They're just trying to figure out, yo, why are you not as fast as you're supposed to be? Or why something off? Yeah, yeah I was like, kids. Y'all ain't know no better. No, it's not even... Bro, what? It makes sense. Like, it makes sense. Think of it as, like, in Space Jam, where, like, the monster is still the talent, right? Except instead of stealing the talent, somebody else is in their body. It's like body... Was it Body Snatchers? That ain't the same, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different, bro. It's different. That's different. Maybe body it's not snatchers. like Body Snatchers. Once you snatchers. got the Body Snatchers, it's different. Space Jam is very similar. Okay. Very similar concept. But, All like, right. Body Snatchers, definitely not. So, what happened to Body Snatchers? They were cloning people, I'm like my uh, be. I'm faster than you. I'm way faster than you. I'm Michael Johnson, and you are the See, this is the type of stuff people are like, yo, like, why is he acting like this? Wait, so, so they always learn some type of lesson too. So, 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 wait, he ain't, he don't got no race going on. He's just in somebody. He's just experiencing. Yes, he's in somebody else's body. Oh, okay. That make a little more sense. Cause I thought it was just like he gotta go race, so he gonna be a black dude for that day, and then when he get done, he gonna be back to himself again. We said that from the jump though. It's like you put the jersey on, it puts you in somebody else's body, okay. and you become them. Okay. So he basically going on an adventure. What's what? what, 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 what <laughs> basically. Okay. So he jumped. In, so the jersey didn't work for him because he's not a part of the family, right? Or not close enough to the family to for the jersey to work for it. So he, because he touched him, he became Michael Johnson, and he became Michael Johnson's coach. And now they just getting teleported back into the crib. Nick, I was just calling you. Please don't leave your food lying Time out. She ain't seen them. Like they weren't just, there. They weren't there when but, she walked to the room. And then, then but bro, she just fucked. Bro, I know this is a TV show, but so it is. Like, but if you think about it, parents are oblivious like that, bro. Anyway, a orb fucking appeared behind her, and they she fucking. Don't see, she don't see or hear that. She just they just magically in the room. It's a show. It's fiction. You thinking too far? You think overthinking it? 
It's a kid's show. You overthinking it. They be playing y'all kids. They be knowing y'all. Yeah, they be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was the show of the Jersey. <laughs> nah, I mean. It was a dope concept. I, it is a dope concept. It's just. It might not have aged the best. Well, yeah, that's why it's not, not on TV anymore. <laughs> Speaking of some things that still stay on TV, how y'all feel about SpongeBob? I rock with it. I mean, it was, you know, it's been around since it's one of my favorite TV shows. Been around since last century. You don't focus on it. It was alright. I I would catch it from here and there, but like it's one of those like, things I could watch and I don't. I could like. Yeah, it was like mindless TV for me. Like, I mean, I it could, ain't got no point. Right. So I could just I could have I could have it on in the background and be fine with it. Right. Like I would never like not watch it if it was on, but I would never like. Seek it out. Yeah, I know one cartoon I can kind of like that, but I can also tune in and just watch. I can watch Tom and Jerry all day. It should yeah. be like just. I could do that. The whole cat and mouse thing. For some odd reason, it never fails. The cat and mouse and the dog that occasionally shows up. My favorite episode is when they went to space. You remember that? I remember that one. I love that episode. I used to love the Road Runner and Wally oh, yeah. Coyote. Like mm-hmm. that was like when that and Speedy Gonzalez when those came on, I was like, Yo, I'm, I'm locked in. It was racist as hell, though. That's the only thing. They Man, were. I picked up on that shit. I was like, that shit's kind of fucked up. It was hella racist. Looney Tunes was hella racist. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff came out in like the 60s and, 60s and oh, 70s. What was old dude? We was, we was me, you, and uh, Carl used to crack up about. What, what was the rooster? What was his name? The, oh, um, Froghorn Leghorn. I said now. I said now. Froghorn frog, 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 Leghorn. Bro, that was one of the most iconic characters, bro. I see, I see. I said now, nah, I said now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He's studying, he's studying and repeating himself and stuff like that. Yo, can you pull him up real quick? Just so we, <laughs> I, I got to, yeah, just because <laughs> that was a cool-ass character, bro. Whoever came up with that was genius. And just the, the, the voice and like. You got to delete the. Um, uh. And my thing is, it's very unique for a cartoon character name. It's very just, what? Froghorn, Leghorn. <laughs> oh, man. It's probably going to be an ad that pop up with this. Oh, no, do not. Oh, yeah, I remember the fox. The fox was always trying to steal from the farm. He was essentially Wild E. Coyote, but in fox form. Hey, bud. Uh, who, me? Yeah, come here. Where you going? Why, I'm, I say I'm going fishing. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. You got a hunting dog? Why, uh, yes. Get him and go hunting. Well, bull, I say bull my weevil. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, he's a good one. I, need, I say I need a pointer, and that dog's got just a head for it. Pointer, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he didn't get up and yoke him up. Hey, take this off my neck. The dog from Tom and Jerry don't be playing. What's his name? Uh, is it Bruce? I don't be you good at knowing character names. I don't be knowing names like that. I feel like it was Bruce. The green chicken. Right. Oh, he a snitch. The little rooster snitch. 
Man, it's crazy some things you just realize. He's bigger than the dog. Right. <laughs> oh, so it's you again. All right, come on. This kid show That's the Kellogg's tasty. bird. Well. <laughs> yeah, now we brought Grandma, Dad's, Dad's, Dad's mom used to have him on a cup. Yeah, she had a bunch of Looney Tunes characters on cups. Oh, she liked Looney Tunes? Mm hmm. Yeah, I, now, I know this has nothing to do with this cartoon, but did y'all fuck with Angry Beavers? Yeah. I did. What about Cat Dog? Cat Dog knows so much. It was one of those, I didn't like it, but I'll watch it. But I was like, yeah, I don't really want to watch it, but it's like, I'll watch it. Cat Dog was cool. It wasn't my favorite, though, but it was cool. You know what show, and y'all gonna hate me for this, because it's weird. One show that I honestly did not watch, but everybody loved. Rocket Power. I love Rocket Power. I didn't like that shit. I love that show. I didn't like Rocket Power. And you know would think that I would love that because I'm a skateboarder. Well, I liked it because I snowboard and skateboard. Like, so it was just tied to all the stuff that I wanted to do growing up. Like, I really wanted to be in, in, in action sports, but like... Having it black very, parents. It was just very limited to like getting to... Now, that's a pod topic. Having black parents trying to do action sports? You already know how that go. Good but, luck. But but sure, but they'll take you to the motherfucking court real quick. What's oh, you talking about like a basketball court? Yeah, yeah like a basketball court. I mean, nah, I mean, nah even so nah. My dad. Oh, so no. so I will say this. I have to give my dad credit because he he did he bought me the skateboard when I was what six. When we first moved, he bought my first skateboard. He bought my first snowboard, and like everything I bought after that was I kind of I developed the interest on my own. But he always kind of like let me if I was interested in it, let me try it, and if I liked it. Let me kind of keep going. I mean, of it. course, my parents did too. But the thing is, they don't like, especially in black families, like the certain things they don't understand. Like, they just look at it like, oh, a skateboard. They don't know what skateboarding has become. And then, like, far, as far as like being a street skater, my parents didn't know what the fuck. They're not about to go take me outside to go skate in the street. Like, I lived across the street from a farm. Y'all know that. So it's like, I can only, when the only time I got to go street skate is when I was with my white friends. Because their parents would actually go drive to Charlotte and, like, basically take them around the city and let them skate and would watch them and shit. My parents weren't about to go do that shit. So it's like, basically, my skate career wasn't going to go nowhere. Because, I mean, I can't really practice and get to where I want. I can't be the skater that I, the best skater, because you can't practice nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, Concord ain't really no real place for a skateboarder. There's not a really whole lot. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to go to Charlotte to really really kind of get somewhere in the city to skate. And um, my parents wasn't doing that shit, so. I mean, the first skate park I went to in North Carolina was in Harrisburg. Indoor. Yeah, it was indoor. That's vert. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about street skating. It's different when you're a street skater. And even then, vert, like, my parents still, like, my mom took me to the skate park sometimes, but that costs money. As a street skater, the luxury of just go street skating and go anywhere and everywhere you want, my parents were strict, so. They weren't going to let me be by myself. It was just a lot of variables. But when I was with my white friends, shit, their parents go take them, go do shit. They, we might get dropped off. We might go street skate in the city and they come pick us back up. Parents weren't doing that shit. That's what I was saying. That one time we heard that conversation with Ish about the whole snowboarding thing, I was like, yeah, like, bro, ain't no black parents taking their kids to the mountain every weekend yeah, nah. to go right. snowboarding. That is dead. It wasn't every weekend. It was definitely a one-time thing, like once or twice a year. 
Yeah. That's it. Unfortunately. And I know I still have been snowboarding. I'm going in February. You going in February? Where? I'm going to Lake Tahoe. Bro, I actually want to go to Lake Tahoe. That's actually one of the places I, re- I really want to go there in the summer. Because be, I've seen pictures and the pictures really be getting me. Yeah. Like, I really just want to go chill by that water and smoke a blunt. Or joint. I don't smoke blunts. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The next topic was... Uh... Ain't, really, ain't really nothing else, man. Oh! That flute, that the theater, yeah. that that last video you wanted to watch. The fair, fair fluid, fluid. yes. Fair fluid. Fair fluid. I don't know. What we're about is. to learn some new shit, y'all. Today we're learning. Fair fluid. I saw some shit on Instagram. It caught my eye, and I was like, you know what? This would be good for the pod. Let's learn some shit. Have you ever seen fair fluid? You know that awesomely cool-looking black sludgy stuff that makes fantastic geometric shapes. If you've ever seen a video of fair fluid in action, you may wonder if it's alive or from outer space. Kind of like a real-life version of the Venom symbiote, you know, from the Spider-Man universe. Spider-Man universe? Well, sadly, ferrofluid isn't alive or from outer space, but it was made for outer space. So what exactly is it? All right, let's science. It does look cool, though. Now tell me, look at look at how he just explained. Fluid is a I mean, it's still a boring subject. This shit is not boring. This shit boring. But one is insoluble in the other. Think of the milk in your fridge. You know how sometimes the creamy part separates from the liquid? You shake it back up to mix it together, but the fatty, creamy part doesn't technically dissolve when you do that. Well, that it milk turns is bad. Great. <laughs> like, nah, fam, we're not shaking that up. Called the fluid. We just throwing it away. The rest of the milk. In ferrofluid, however, the tiny suspended particles are nanomagnets. More specifically, teeny tiny bits of metal, usually magnetite. Magnetite is the most magnetic of all naturally occurring minerals on Earth. It's also known as ferromagnetic material because it is both attracted to magnets and can be magnetized and turned into a permanent magnet itself. So the simplest explanation is that ferrofluid is basically a big liquid magnet. Those hedgehoggy, spiky things you see, that's the magnetic nanoparticles responding to the magnetic fields around it. Now, if these tiny magnets are attracted to the magnetic fields around them and to each other, why wouldn't all those nanoparticles join together inside the liquid, create one big clump of metal, and escape the liquid base? Typically, when you dissolve something in a solution, you get one atom or molecule of the dissolved substance surrounded by the salt. This bitch another minutes. somewhere else, right. another somewhere else, S- another somewhere else. Boring yeah, subject. They're all in there, but <laughs> only one at a time. No two are joined together. So when you have even a this shit crazy though, it looks cool, but like solution, those ten atoms or molecules would sink to the bottom of the solution and just sit there. But we're dealing with a colloidal liquid here, so that's not going to happen. What we need colloidal is some liquid. sort of shell or barrier around each of these nanoparticles. Just <laughs> like how you just repeated that in the mic. One another, <laughs> sort of like a bumper car. Like you about to spell it out. Does something like that even exist? Yes. Colloidal. Can you repeat yes. that word for me again? What What's the definition? <laughs> as a surfactant. A surfactant is a compound that reduces surface tension when dissolved in water or water-based solution. That's a lot of fancy talk. Let's apply that concept to our day-to-day life. To do this, I ain't gonna lie. Even though he's saying a whole lot of nothing, this shit is way more interesting than that last dude. Means water yeah, he's drawing me in. Means water fearing. Or more easily said, he's engaging. All right. Have two things the other dude is just talking like an old man who thinks he knows what he's talking about. 
and the other end of the molecule is hydrophilic. He probably still knew what he was talking about, he just wasn't engaging. Of a he didn't know how to like draw me in and, and make me somewhat curious, Have but you like, ever wondered why we as opposed to this guy, he seems more like welcoming me to the information, well, like walking me towards it. because I have wondered that, so we're gonna cover it right now. So, we've established soap as a surfactant with a hydrophobic end and a hydrophilic end. When soap is dissolved in water, like when you wash your hands, the soap molecules form spheres around the oil and dirt particles. The hydrophobic tails turn inward, mm -hmm. surrounding the oil and dirt particles, while the hydrophilic end off. points toward the water. Yeah. Once the oil and dirt particles are trapped in this enclosed sphere, called a micelle, mm -hmm. the soap rinses right off. Yeah, I do. I teach you this in science class. No hydrophobic and hydrophilic. Oil wouldn't separate from where it was stuck. So back to our melting. Oil is oil is hydrophobic. I mean, that's that why makes, oil yeah, and we, we water did, don't mix. I just terminology. I don't mean. Hydrophilic. Soap is hydrophilic. Or water and soap mix. You'll have a clear solution on top. The clumps are milk fat coming out of the solution. But why? Wasn't milk a colloidal liquid? We already covered that, Bradley. Yes, you're right. But because the citric acid in the lemon juice has disturbed the outside of the colloid in such a way that the milk fat aggregates and falls out of the solution. Taking this concept back to ferrofluids, what keeps our ferrofluid solution a colloidal one is the surfactant around the metal nanoparticles. Okay, hey, so a lot of words, bro. The overall species can become magnetized without a magnetic field species here yeah i don't think the audience is going to be able to catch with the surfactant it ends up being about 10 to 15 percent of the total solution it should do look cool 100 million percent satisfaction guaranteed it's crazy how it's symmetrical satisfaction like it stays day. like so 85 well i don't want to say symmetrical but is the kind of like geometric yeah exactly 10 percent is That's the what surfactant surrounding the magnetic nanoparticles only five percent of ferrofluid is magnetic at all and at this point it shouldn't be any surprise that's just weird the surfactant in ferrofluid isn't that much different than the chemical and household detergent so this was man-made stains when ferrofluid is exposed to a magnet, yes, it's supposed to be used magnetic in space. particles inside the fluid line up and emulate the shape of that magnetic field around them. We see that shape because of the fluid they are encased in. Ferrofluid has just the right amount of viscosity for how strong the magnetic elements are. Viscosity meaning how thick a liquid is. Think of honey. Honey is still a liquid, but it's a very viscous liquid. That viscosity of the base liquid makes sure it can hold on tight to those tiny magnetic particles. And when they made this ferrofluid, it was made to be just viscous enough to take the shape of the magnetic field. Any EDM fans in the house? Doesn't that look exactly like Dead Mouse? But not too no. watery to allow it <laughs> to fall apart here, or allow the magnetite to escape. Wait, what do you do? Add water to it and it fell apart? So it's like they're trying to get out of that, that liquid, cool. but they just can't seem to break it and get sucked right back in. Between the viscous nature of the oil and the surfactant, those magnetic particles. Bro, that's crazy how the liquid, when he drops the liquid, it like moves at an angle to it because it's magnetic. Powerful magnetic field applied, which is why you see those spiky, hedgehoggy patterns emerge from the ferrofluid. They're showing us the shape of the magnetic field the ferrofluid is exposed to. All of those itty bitty magnets suspended together create the overall shape of the magnetic field. But if a magnetic field isn't introduced to them over a long period of time, could those particles encased in the surfactants eventually sort themselves out and sink or sift to the bottom? No. Generally speaking, 
Particles in colloidal liquids are about the same size, between 10 and 100 nanometers wide. To give you some frame of reference, the thickness of a human hair is around 100,000 nanometers. So these particles in ferrofluid are small. An atom is usually one-tenth of a nanometer across. So 10 nanometers would be 100 atoms across. And 100 nanometers would be 1,000 atoms across. Those are all Adam Sandler's. Adam Sandler's. <laughs> yeah. Very, very <laughs> yeah. tiny, but referenceable. So when we're talking about nanoparticles this small, especially in relation to colloidal liquids, we're now dealing with quantum physics. In ferrofluid, and that's where you the magnetic lost me. particles right. naturally disperse somewhat equally on their own. This is due to a phenomenon known as Brownian motion, which states that nanoparticles don't when abide I take a shit, that's by the Brownian same physical motion. law. <laughs> we know to be true. Yep. Like falling down, bumping into my desk, spilling my drink, stubbing my toe. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty clumsy. Instead, because of their mass, I appreciate bro teaching us something, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted the visuals. Keep them from settling to the bottom of the liquid. Dr. Robert Brown, an yeah, English shit. botanist, discovered the polymer so suspended in liquid didn't move the way he thought they He's should. The one. In fact, it was much more erratic. It didn't seem to make any sense. This irregular motion is now named after him. So while it may seem like the nanoparticles are moving chaotically and on their own, they are in fact simply interacting with all the other particles in the base liquid on a quantum level, just not all at once, and not with the same force. Okay, so anyone can buy this amazing stuff to drip it down the threading of a screw, or oh, you can hold a magnet it. above it and watch it go wild. And that's great. It teases our concepts of how liquids react to their environment. But how was ferrofluid discovered? Well, it wasn't. Ferrofluid was invented for NASA in 1963 by American scientist Steve Papel as a liquid rocket fuel. The idea was that in a zero gravity environment, like space, the fuel, if magnetic, could still be drawn toward a pump inlet. That didn't work out as well as expected. Turns out, ferrofluid contained contaminants we actually wouldn't want in high performance rocket engines. So engineers were able to get the same desired results later using aerosol propellants and elastic sump tanks. But that's not to say ferrofluid doesn't have its own modern practical applications. Well, other than looking cool and dripping all over stuff and playing with magnets. Now, really, truly, and honestly, ferrofluid is so it? futuristic it has Probably more die. potential future applications we made than minerals. present ones. Primarily in the biomedical. Nah, for real. Applications such as showing medication inside the human body to a specific location using magnetic fields and utilizing it as a contrast agent in MRI scans. MRI meaning magnetic. So they do put it in your body. You probably no, don't. That, but if not, Am I tripping? He just said they use it for MRI. So what I'm saying. MRI doesn't go inside your body. No, but they use it to like show so you can, they can pick up the screening of the body on the MRI. Right. Because of magnetic. It's asking what happens if you swallow ingested. I don't think it'll kill you. A little bit. I don't know. I feel like it might. Oh, they put this shit in speakers? Yeah, the other Dude, earlier was saying it's like used for like some audio shit. Even used as a magnetic seal around the spinning drive shafts and hard disk drives to reduce heat friction and keep out dust and other contaminants that would otherwise crash your hard drives. Whoa. So you may have some ferrofluid within arm's reach right now. Not even know it. Hey guys, please right be sure here. to subscribe to our channel to yeah. see new videos every week from Flint Science. I hope y'all really learn something. Making this video for you. Thumbs if you learn anything about ferrofluid. And comment below telling me what you'd like to learn about next. All right, see you next week. Yeah, we won't see you next week, but <laughs> we're going to hop into the jam sesh.
Damn, we still got a jam sesh. Damn, we do. We still got a jam. Fuck. We got a jam sesh. We got a jam sesh. Got a jam sesh. Who's first? All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the Jam Sesh is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Earn One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.